Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am Jack, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Chris. How are you doing tonight? We're doing the lovely thing again? We're okay. doing the lovely well, thing again. I'm, I'm going to pester you, because I can. That's fine. I, I am here. Um, what's up? <laughs> Going good. Got some uh, some news right of the week, and then a special second half of the show with our awards. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. We did So we did awards last year when we did like our test episodes, and we had a ton of fun with them. So tonight we opened it up to my Instagram followers, like, hey, submit some award IDs and we'll do them. And then we threw our own ones in that we want to talk about. So that's coming up in the second half of the show. But first, we need to talk about some karma. Uh, you stole that from me, but okay. It was a good idea. I'm sorry. I... Okay. Well, yeah. So what we're talking about is um, the New York, New York coaster derailing today um uh that very odd but i basically texted jack and said this is karma for putting uh, comfort collars on your trains or at least that's how i see it so you know yeah so i'm sitting at dinner with some friends tonight and i see this come through and i'm like are you kidding me so this is obviously not a good thing we do know that no one was hurt and that the ride does not appear to have suffered much damage, sadly. Um, but I wanted—I want to take a minute and talk about the. I think there are three ways this goes, and I want to hear what you think about it. Okay. So first, the way first way it goes, the ride is going to sit uh, as uh, standing but not operating for a number of time and eventually be torn down and either there will never be anything built there again or they will build a new ride. Number two, they take off the new trains and they put the old ones back on. Or number three, they figure out what went wrong with the premier trains and run them those are the three possibilities, and there's a ton of subcategories that go with each of those, but those are like the three overarching ones, I think. So, I am going to go with option one, that it goes to anyone on operating and eventually torn down. Uh, Jack, did you see the angle directly looking up the lift? Yeah. Like I said, sadly, it, ha it didn't just fall over. Y you saw how the catwalk was literally bent sideways and it was kind of leaning. Well, I mean, that's what happens when a multi-ton train falls on the catwalk. Well, yeah, so I, I don't see New York, New York spending the money to either A, get new trains, or B, use the old ones, but also fix that. Um, also potentially get new chain anti-rollbacks, all that, because good chance that stuff's damaged, right? Um, I don't see them spending the money to do that. I, I don't know if it's ever going to run again. And honestly, and, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sad. I mean, would have been nice to get the credit, but whatever. It, We all know it's not a very good ride. So. 
Yeah, looking at the picture, it looks like literally the wheel bogey just like snapped and gave way, which makes you wonder if the trains could even like take this. So here's what I say. They tear it out and we get a Vacoma Bermuda Blitz on top of New York, New York. That'd be nice. I, I fully support that idea. And that was um, my immediate reaction. I was like, ooh, what if they got a Vacoma Bermuda Blitz? Here's the one thing I know is for sure not happening. Whatever they put in, it's not going to be a premiere. Because <laughs> yeah, after something like this happens, I don't think their relationship is going to survive. But that's yeah, just me. I think people who listen to the show know that we're not the biggest fans of premiere at this point. They just they deserve that, honestly. Okay, we're not the biggest fans of 2000s and beyond premiere. 90s Mummy. premiere was... The stuff like Mummy and Flight of Fear, yes, please. But anything after two thousand, Mr. Freeze, eh, yeah, Mr. Freeze. Don't forget Mr. Freeze. Yeah, anything before two thousand, fantastic. Anything after two thousand, hot garbage. Except for maybe Ooh, Star. Rocket. You know what New York, New York should do? They should um. Oh, what was it called? The the other premiere or the premiere that was in Vegas, the launch one. Was it at NASCAR Cafe? They should oh, buy that. That was a premiere, and that was a good premiere. Yeah. I'm assuming it was a good premiere. It was a shuttle loop. Um, that would be interesting. That that would be the ultimate slap in the face. It's like, hey, you know that roller coaster you tore out where we're putting it right back Speed the ride. The street? <laughs> like, Speed the ride. That's what it was called. 70 mile per hour shuttle launch coaster. Mm, Early premiere. Funny. Yes. That Put it back. Like that. Put that back. <laughs> Like I, if that happens, I'll be so happy. I don't, I don't think that's what will happen. Um, it's gonna be interesting to watch this play out. I think so. Yeah, New York, yes, New York options. None of them good ones. Yeah, uh, one of them's a good one if it gets torn down. Um, well, yeah. So the next thing, though, on a much uh, better set of news. Uh, we talked about it was it last week. We talked about Aquaman at Six Flags Over Texas being delayed till 2022. Well, we have mm. a reason now. Supposedly. Supposedly. This was posted on Reddit as where we get most of our news. So, again, take it with a grain of salt. But it, it seems pretty legit if you ask me. There doesn't seem to be much objection to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody claimed to have been speaking to uh, a higher up at over Texas and they said that it's been delayed because they're actually adding on a turntable, uh, like Pulsar at Wallaby Belgium has. And if this is true, this is very, very good news and completely a worthy reason for them to delay it till 2022. I mean, the capacity will be so much better. You won't have to wait an hour probably anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. so I I like it. I like that a lot. Yeah, the fact that we're getting um, better capacity on a ride that was already... It was not going to have great capacity. It probably still won't have the world's greatest capacity, but to double it, it's going to help a lot. Um, I'm excited to ride this ride. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is probably one of the better decisions, if this is true, that Six Flags has made in a while, really. Yeah, Six Flags actually doing something decent. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's good news. For sure. 
Okay, so next up we have a new addition announced to Dino's Wonder Wheel uh, in New York, and that is Phoenix has been announced. It is a Vacoma suspended family coaster. There's no date or no year for opening yet, but it has been announced. Um, this is very good. I mean, it, something that's not a Zamperla right there at Coney Island. Uh, another credit to get. And we've both ridden Dragonfly, and Dragonfly is very good, so this will probably be similar. Yeah, it's... Oh, I want to look at this. Is it a... I don't think it's a clone. Or I don't think it's the same as Dragonfly, Flyer, at least. No, it's definitely not. Um... I was looking to see if it was an SFC or an STC, because I... I... Uh, it's an SFC. Yes, but it's definitely a custom layout based off the pictures we've seen. Um, almost more reminiscent of a modernized um, Woodstock or Woodstock Express. Um, Flying Ace Aerial Chase is almost more of what it's getting, giving me vibes of. Much more uh, twister compact layout than the kind of out and back layout that Dragonfly has. So, Yeah, I'm with you, which, you know, that that's still fine. It's going to be good. Oh yeah, that, I'm looking at that bank turn, uh, like that kind of goes back under the lift, almost looks like a stangle dive. That thing, right there. Yeah, that. that looks good. Yeah, that looks good. So, uh, yeah, that's gonna be exciting. But the the new announcement that was they, they I'm excited about this one. I'm losing my mind about this one. Fuji Q is building an observation tower on Fujiyama. Uh, yes. And a slide. There's a slide that and goes down. And the giant slide. I did not know I needed this in my life, but I want to go to Fuji Q so bad now. We're gonna go. I, I mean, I mean Edge and Ike gonna... is already there. Yeah, Edge and Ike is already there. But like, come on, this observation tower is gonna be nuts for taking pictures on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as excited as you because it's a, it's an observation tower, and you're. You know, photographers, obviously you're going to get really hyped about it. But, I mean, sounds cool. Good views of Mount Fuji. Good views of, obviously, Fujiyama. You're literally in the middle of the layout. Like, you're you're right on that turn. The train's going to be going right around you. Views of Ejinaika, views of Dododompa, views of uh, Takabisha. So, this is a great addition. This is why, that is why I'm so excited about because one of my favorite things about going to like King's Island and King's Dominion is going up on the tower and being able to shoot down on all the roller coasters. This is going to be the same thing in Japan, except it's not going to be in the middle of the park. It's going to be right next to one of their biggest roller coasters. And by right next, I, I mean, mean on it. <laughs> think about the, uh, you can get crazy pictures of Mount Fuji as like the mm. backdrop now. Oh, it's going to be insane. You're going to be able to shoot the drop. You're going to be able to shoot the... I mean, just imagine you're going to be able to shoot the train. It's going to be right there, and you'll have Mount Fuji in the background. All I'm saying, we better go on a day where you can actually see Mount Fuji. <laughs> like, I, want, I, I, I have a feeling we're going to end up spending two days there with how bad the operations are, apparently. If not more. You, I'm, I'm, if we're going, I am riding Ijanaika until... And buying like, lots I of Ijanaika fast passes. Like, my bank account will go dry. Until yeah, until I literally cannot walk anymore, we will be riding Ijanaika. Uh, so That's super excited day. about this. Like super excited about this. Yeah. 
So very good addition, next, honestly. Yep. And we, we're going to finish off this week's semi-short news, talking about the ride we talk about all too often. And no, I am not talking about Lightning Rod. We're going to get to that later. We're talking or about Conda Wallaby. Or Velocicoaster. We're talking about Conda at Wallaby, Belgium, which is testing. Initial test runs, they do look slow, just like Velocicoasters did, but it's December. It's December. Like, it's running without water dummies, if I saw that correct, in some of them. Yeah, it's still going to be ridiculous. Even if it ran as slow as it is right now, it would still be insane in the back row. I mean, that drop... Oh, the back, yeah, the back is where it's going to be at on this coaster, I think. But yeah, pacing right now, the video, and I, we're, we're one of the later people that are going to cover this, so you've heard it all. Of course it doesn't run that fast. It's literally some of the very first test runs of it, so. I mean, we all remember. Yeah. Velocicoaster runs slow and fast and slow and fast. It's the same thing. I mean, Iron Gwazi's POV is way slower than some of the off-ride video we've seen. Like, th they can change so much. Well, I'm pretty sure that video was taken in, like, March, <laughs> so... Oh, yeah, but then even, like, the testing footage from March, from off-ride, if you go watch, like, once it got warmed up, it was flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's... If, I mean, it's the same thing with Dollywood coasters. Like, Thunderhead, towards the end of the season... It's cooking. It's like it, it right now. It's 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 really good. That gets into Dollywood stuff, which we're not going to go too much into this week, because I'm going to torture y'all in like two weeks. So. Okay. Well, that was news. Yep. Now we have ride of the week. So we are doing Arrow Mine Trains. Last week we did. Uh, Roadrunner Express at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. So our three options for this week are Thunderation at Silver Dollar City, Adventure Express at Kings Island, and Carolina Gold Rusher at Carowinds. The wheel is ready. I say we spin it. I will start spinning right now. Mm. And so these this are all week's really good. option is Adventure Express. Ooh, you can go first. Okay, hot take. This is probably the second or third best night ride at Kings Island. Um, I said it. You all can fight me. Whatever. Hey, you haven't you haven't ridden any other coasters at night, so it's a mind train, Jack. Dad, back me up. My dad is live listening to us record tonight. He's a, he's gonna back me up on how good of a night ride this thing is. Um. So yeah, basically, this is one of those great rides that the whole ride is downhill until the end, so there's not a lift hill at the beginning, you just get right into it. Um, yeah, it's great, great laterals, eh, there's not much air time, but yeah, it's a ton of fun. Like I said, great night ride, still runs relatively smooth for being, what is this thing, 26, 27 years old now, if not older? I want to say it was 90. Six. Oh, 91, almost 30 years old. Wow. Uh, yeah, great ride for being almost 30 years old. Still one of my favorites. Still, a, if it doesn't have like an awful weight, it's still a must ride for me. So, 
I love Adventure Express a lot. Okay, my turn. Adventure Express, it's good. Uh, it's not my favorite, Mine Train. It's a good Mine Train. It's one of the best ones. But I, it's not on the level of Thunder Asian or Big Thunder or um, Fiesta Texas Roadrunner Express. It, like, it is pretty tame, but the lift hill, the location, the theming on the lift, you know, it, it, it all makes it better than your average mine train. So I enjoy it. I mean, it, the layout, not crazy, you know, not, nothing special, but it is very fun thanks to the theming and the location. So I think it's my fourth or fifth favorite. I think it's my fifth favorite era mine train because uh, there's some stiff competition and I like it. But it, it's not as good as Thunderation or Big Thunder or Roadrunner. Like, it's, so, a, it's a tear down. I'll agree with it not being as good as Thunderation, but everything else I have to disagree with. It's... Yeah, I, there's something about this ride that I just love. It's, the, it's, got it's the because gym. you're a Kings Island fanboy. I am not a Kings Island fanboy. You know I roast that place just as much as the others. Did you not listen to the Drunk Riders this week? You anyway, pretend not to be when deep down you are. I am not a Kings Island fanboy. Yes. Boy. I am not. Yes. yes. We literally did a whole episode where I, we roasted Orion. And I'm on Team Marcus. Like, I, it's like, is it a Giga? Is it really a Giga? There um, are certain things. Like, you're like half and half, I think. I am not a true Kings Island fanboy. You're not the weirdo side that like obsesses over night rides on Beasts every single weekend, or like no, it's, is like, like Larat Knob out loud over and over and over again. Like here's but, here's the thing, people. You, you, you enjoy your last ride of nights on Beast. I'll be over here riding Flight of Fear with the lights on. Like you definitely true... have some bias towards Kings Island. Oh yeah, it's like my, it's my second home park. So of that, course that's what I'm trying to say. Towards it, but um. Yeah, it's but back to Adventure Express. It's got the janky arrowness. It's got a good night ride. Yeah, I just I love it. So yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. I like it. Okay, well with that ride of the week, we've got two more left. We're gonna do either Thunderation or Carolina Gold Rusher next week, and the, whatever's left will be the week after. But now it is time for the 2020 edition. Of the Twisted Traveler Awards. Yes, I'm excited. You're excited. We've got questions from the viewers. Our awards ideas for the from the viewers slash listeners. Oh man, I can't speak. And then we have some of our own as well. Um, so I'm yes. excited. Yeah, so let's run th real quick. Let's kind of talk about what these are and how we're doing them. So what they are is they're us like, oh, we want to talk about some of the things we really liked this year or in the industry in general. And we're picking a winner for each category. Some of them we might agree on. Some of them we are going to disagree on. We're going to try our best to just pick one for each. But there's a couple of these where I know we're going to disagree, so there will be two winners. Um, yeah. So we're going to start Weird. off... Yeah, Wait, go ahead, Chris. One last thing. We are going to try, or for the most part, we are going to stick to only rides that we have ridden, but some of these, if it's, like, really obvious, or we both agree that this probably is the best, we will give it, like, an honorable mention. Yeah, or I think for one of these, I'm 
I really just want to declare it the all-out winner. I haven't written it, but I already yeah, kind of just declared I, it the all-out We're probably winner. talking about the same one. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to start off with ones you guys submitted. I opened up a uh, questions on uh, my Instagram story today and say, hey, we're recording at 9.30. Uh, get your award ideas in, and we will do them on the show, whether they're good, bad, or ugly. Gonna refresh that one more time, and we have no new entries. So we're gonna start off with best shore slash seaside roller coaster. This was sent in by New Jersey Coasters. So he sent in. He also suggested the winner. He said Gale Force. Um, I have not ridden it. Chris has not ridden it. Yep. So what do you, okay? Have you you have you ridden the Seaside Coaster? We were talking about this briefly. Yes, before. yes, I have. Okay, which so which one is it for you? So my winner is Swamp Fox at Family Kingdom in Myrtle Beach, which is mm-hmm. solid ride with buzz bars, some good airtime. Uh, yeah. It is a so, little on the rougher side, but it's pretty good. Yep. So and then mine would have to go to Giant Dipper at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. It's the quintessential boardwalk coaster i mean there's not much more iconic than that ride however there is another ride that neither of us have ridden that i think wins this category and that is yep. boardwalk bullet i mean with how everybody is talking about it this year it's got to be there's no way it's, it's not it's a gravity group on less than an acre of land it's it's just so insane. It's it, it, this year I've watched the POV so much, and I'm like, I've got to Same. go ride this. So Same. I think we're going to give this one to Boardwalk Bullet, which just looks like a phenomenal ride. I really hope it's open in February. <laughs> um, like it's like someone drive me to Camo uh, so I can ride Boardwalk Bullet, please. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, so it has to be uh, the winner. Like, there's no way it's not. It's it's just so easy to give it to that one. So, Boardwalk Bullet wins Best Shore slash Seaside Roller Coaster. So, next up, this question, I, it was submitted. I know what answer they want. We're going to find a loophole in it. Chris has already pointed out a loophole in it, so we're going to try to exploit it to prove you wrong. It comes from Steams and Thrills. Best coaster that didn't open as and when expected and closed halfway through that year. So he's trying to get us to say lightning rod. Um, but we're going to split this up into two questions and we're going to say iron Gwazi. Yeah. I mean, if you're saying best coaster that didn't open as expected, it's iron Gwazi. 100%. You could argue Pantheon, but I think you and me both agree that it's iron Gwazi. Mm-hmm. Now, and it, it closed halfway through the year. Um, I mean, Lightning Rod just closes halfway through the year all the time, so I don't really know if it's unexpected at this point. Um, so, I am going to propose Son of Beast <laughs> as the winner of this closing halfway through the year. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Check. I mean, it's, we, I don't want Lightning Rod to win this one because it's going to win is, so many wait, other crap. I'm sure we can think of it. Okay, here, I got it. Since this is supposed to be 2020, we are going with Big Apple Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> it 
closed uh, halfway through the year, pretty much, for new trains, and then just didn't reopen because it derailed. Winner. So there you go. That one wins. Oh, and wait, no, that one just wins overall because it's not going to open as expected either. Oh my, yeah, that one wins. <laughs> there we go. We found the loophole. <laughs> Big Apple coaster, New York, New York. Oh. Ooh, that's a, okay. Mm, my dad just threw out an idea. Mm. Steel curtain, rip me. Um, okay, so I, I think we have to go with steel curtain as the winner for didn't open as expected, but big apple and coaster it for close. closed halfway through the year. Yeah, so we're going to go with yeah steel curtain and big apple coaster. Those are your winners for this category. Yeah. Okay. Next up. That from, one was too much fun. From Crazanity Coasters, we have Best Hyper Coaster. I okay. think we can both agree on this one. I'm putting it down. Yeah, Do you agree? Let's let's clarify what we say when we mean hyper coaster. We're talking 200 to 299 feet tall. Um, we're we're not going crazy with the definition. We're going with what you would consider a hyper coaster, and that is the one, the only, Skyrush. Yes, it's Skyrush. Skyrush. No, no, you are... Okay, hold on. Do you hear... actually think Diamondback is better than Skyrush? If you say yes, I'm... And in three... Two... There's... Oh, come on, Dad. Don't fail me. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Thank you. You're allowed to live, Dad. Uh, yeah, Skyrush wins on that, dro <laughs> that drop alone. Uh, spoiler alert. Well, by the time this comes out, it won't be spoiler alert. But uh, Skyrush is my number three. So 25 days of rollers. Tomorrow is Skyrush Day. Woohoo! I'm keeping mine exclusive. You'll see where it is soon enough. I know where it is too, so don't. Yeah. You do. I'm talking to the listeners. I mean, by the time we do that episode, my whole top 25 is just going to be public on Twitter. So it's not going to be much of a surprise to people, but it will yeah. still be fun. I mean, we'll so, do some honorable mentions, so they'll get a little bonus. Yeah, we're going to do some honorable mentions. Yeah. So next up, uh, this one also comes from Chris Andy Coasters. Uh, best wooden roller coaster. It's lightning rod, people. What did yeah, you expect us to we say? We tried to avoid saying it earlier. We really can't hear. Uh, lightning uh, rod is the winner. I'd say Voyage is two. Yeah, Voyage is number two. I don't, so the only way we can get around this is if we start redefining what a wood coaster is, which technically after this year, I think you could make an argument that lightning rod is going to be not a wood, not a steel. I'm personally just going to call it a hybrid from here on out. Um, yeah, I can agree with that. We're going to call it as, since the, we have both only ridden it as of right now with Wooden Track, we're calling it the best wooden roller coaster. Honorable mention goes to The Voyage, though. Yes. Our next um, award is for Best Defunct Coaster. This is from Trent World. Jack, I'm going to let you say yours, and we'll see if it's the same. Uh, I'm see, I see you typed yours. I'm going to... You say yours. I want to think about this for a minute. Okay. So my answer is Dueling Dragons. Um, there's not many for me to pick from. There's really this Vortex Firehawk, and there's probably a couple others that I'm not thinking of. Uh, I never got to ride Dueling Dragons while dueling, but B&M Invert is going to beat Vortex and Firehawk by itself any day, really. So that's my pick. Yeah. 
this is the obvious answer, and I think I've said this is my answer before, but I'm trying to think if there's anything different I could say. Neither um, of us got to ride Volcano, so. No, neither of us did Volcano. We went the year it closed and didn't get to ride it. <coughs> I am seriously trying to think if there's anything else I've ridden that has closed. There's only a couple rides I've just flat out pilgrimage to the ride before they close. One of them was Mean Streak. Uh, no. Um. Yeah, I, it's gotta go to Dueling Dragons. I can't find any. I can't think of another ride that would top yeah. that one. So. I can't either. Yeah, it's Dueling Dragons. It's just easy way. It's the obvious. It's the obvious. Unanimous answer. decision. Yep. Okay. This is also from Trent World, and this is Park with Best COVID Procedures. Mm, this is the, you can this type is your the, answer. This is the 2020 question right here. I think we both have the same one. Well, um, I just put mine down, so. Yeah. Uh, it is. I gotta agree with Chris on this one, too. Uh, I'll let you say it. Okay, so the award for Park with Best COVID Procedures goes to Universal Orlando and Islands of Adventure. Um, I mean, they really haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> so, you've got that. Yeah, when we were there, um, that was probably... The, I, I will say this about in general. I work at a grocery store. I felt safer at parks all year long than I have going to work. But the safest I have felt at a park was at Universal. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody follows procedures. There's good social distancing, hand sanitizer before every ride. I mean, they're they're good. Yeah, it, Universal takes this one. I'll give an honorable mention to um, Six Flags St. Louis. Uh, I felt that, and I'm giving them the honorable mention because of how amazing their screening process was to get into the park. Mm -hmm. um, because it was the Six Flags screening process and getting into the park was by far the simplest and most effective. Um, and if you ask me, and it also required the least amount of work, it also helps that the day we went was one of the, if, you had the, if I had to guess, one of the slowest days of the year at that park, so there were very little people there. Yeah. So, okay, this next one. This, so this coaster, uh, this question was submitted by Andrew Likes Coasters, which, Andrew, can't wait to meet you in like a week and a half. Um, most controversial top 25. So this question, I think, could be answered multiple ways, like who has the most overall controversial top 25, and which I'm going to say... Probably me, let's be honest, because yep. Seal Vengeance isn't in it. Um, but we're going to choose to answer it as the coaster we have in our top 25 that is the most controversial pick. Or placement of it. Or placement of that ride. So, Chris, yours is pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, I... Although there are more people starting to agree with you, so... Yeah, because everybody's actually going there and realizing I'm right. Uh, and that's having Time Traveler as my number one because it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, that has to be it. I mean, 
like I have some other hot takes about rides being higher than maybe they should be, but they're not in my top 25. Um, they're like right outside of it, the ones that I'm thinking of, but Time Traveler being number one has to be it for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. For mine... <sighs> Minus the fact that I have, like, I mean, I have Time Traveler in my top 10. Um, it's an amazing ride. It's not my favorite of all time. I think probably the most controversial ride or most controversial placement of a ride is that I have Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike yep. Adventure at number 12. Um, That's the, the one that I was thinking for you, too. It's... And this is such a ride. This is a ride that I am. It gets that high more because I'm emotionally attached to it. And I mean, like, it's not like. It is by no means the greatest roller coaster ever built. But like, if you strip the theming away, the roller coaster would probably not even crack my top 100. But the oh, theming yeah. and the storytelling and the cue, and as I've said in my review when we talked about it on the show, and as I wrote in my review that it's on my website. It's this whole experience of riding Hagrid's that makes it so amazing. And so that is why it's in my top 15. It's, it's just so good. It's, it's just so good. That's, that's, that's probably my most controversial take in my top 25. Yeah. So... Our next award is one that's probably a really tough decision, I'd say. Wouldn't you agree? This this is, like, we have had some, I've had, like, these moments where I'm going, and I'm just over here, like, moaning and trying to figure this out. This is the hardest one. And that is the coolest five foot three blonde girl that's going to slap Jack in the face. And this was submitted by my good friend Sarah who, as many of you know, beat me to a thousand followers. Do you remember what we ra- wagered on that again? I, I can't remember, honestly. I mean, I, if only it was, like, in the name of the award, but... Is it? Did we... Oh, you're right! Yeah, uh, Sarah, you win this one. Yeah, I, I think uh, it was a tough decision, but I'm going to have to go Sarah as well. I mean, I thought about putting Marcus down, because, you know, he is kind of like a blonde little girl sometimes, but... Yeah, I agree. I don't know. He doesn't get to slap me. Sarah does. So that I think that's the kicker. So That's really the one that pushed it over the edge. Sarah, I, we, we're, there are no like physical awards for this, but the ne- I will make you like a little like trophy or something that says Twisted Traveler Award. Um, you shut up. Stop it. Stop. That's what no. I'm putting. That's, that's, that's my, hey, this is my award. This is the one I give. Fine. Uh, yeah, Sarah, I'll make you a little trophy or something that I'll give you uh, right before you slap me, which we're working on times, people. It's going to happen in the next three or four months. It will happen. Uh, so get ready for it. Okay, Chris. Mm. All right. Next up, we have the hottest take award. Jack, let's let you answer first. I mean, I'm going to say myself. (laughs) Person with the hottest takes award. Um, Have you seen my website, people? If you haven't, you need to. Because one, 
all of my pictures that I've, most of the pictures, actually, sorry, every picture that I've ever posted on social media is on there, plus probably about a thousand you haven't seen, as well as my blog, so go check that out. But I mean, if you just go to the home page right now, uh, and you just scroll down a bit, you're going to see this giant placard that says, Person with the Hottest Takes uh, 2020 winner, the Drunk Riders Award, because I was the winner of this year's Person with the Hottest Takes Award from the Drunk Riders. So, yeah, I win this one. There's no contest. Like, all of my takes are hot. The one Chris is about to talk about is hot. My Still Vengeance take is hot. My El Toro take is hot. Heck, everything is hot. It's all hot. I win. End of discussion. Where's my trophy? Oh, it's still no. in the shop. Okay. Uh, so mine is Jack's spaghetti take. Everybody kind of ripped into him on Twitter for this. Uh, Jack doesn't like spaghetti. He also doesn't like pizza. Chris, so I will start. I will post that picture of you eating a donut. <laughs> Do I care? I don't actually. You can if you want. Oh, it's happening. I am posting it right now on my Instagram feed. Yes, that, yes, that, yes. Um, I'll post it later. So, okay, that was all of our listener awards. So, again, thank you all for submitting them. That last uh, one was from Bryant from Coaster365. Just Yes. Shout out uh, him. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, so now we're getting into the ones we pick. These are probably going to be harder decisions because I think we are going to try to just we're gonna try to just pick one, but I put mine on. You can argue it if you want. See, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. So first award we're gonna do is prettiest park. Um, we did this. We did this one last year on our season like zero test episode. And I think. Uh, it, this is such a hard decision because. For me, I'm thinking about it as a photographer, and by far the easiest park to shoot is Cedar Point, but that doesn't win. The prettiest park for me, it's going to come down to either Silver Dollar City or Knott's Berry Farm. It's one of those two, which coincidentally are two of my favorite parks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Knott's Berry Farm is definitely the easier park to take pictures of. Uh, Silver Dollar City is definitely the more natural park. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm going to give it to Knott's Berry Farm. Primarily because of Ghost Town. Okay. Silver Dollar City is great and I love it. But it doesn't have the charm and the, like, just... There's something about Ghost Town. So, I'm going to give it to Knott's Berry Farm for me. SDC is in my top two uh, as well, Silver Dollar City. Um, and then I also would say Bush Gardens Williamsburg is up there too because that also has a very natural look like Silver Dollar City, but you can see the rides more openly. Um, I think you'd really like that park because you've got all the nature and there's spots to get pictures. Yeah, and I have a bunch of people that have told me that's one of the best parks for all of it, and hopefully next year. Uh, but for now, I'm going to give it to Knott's just because of Ghost Town. Ghost Town is just 
there's something about walking through that and it's like, oh, this is super pretty and awesome all at once. So. Yeah. Next up is another prettiest, and this one is the prettiest roller coaster. So. Uh, again, this is these are tough. I, these are kind of questions I came up with because these are the photographer questions, but I always enjoy hearing what you think. What do you, okay. what, what's your pick for prettiest roller coaster? So I have two, one of them being Kumba at Busch Gardens, Tampa. Uh, it's got the color scheme and then the train, the, the bright yellow train pops really well with that. It's got those iconic spots, you know, the corkscrew. It, it, the way it just interacts with its area is really awesome. And then my second answer is simply because it's probably the best color scheme I've seen, or in my opinion, and that is Patriot at Worlds of Fun. It doesn't really have that much around it that makes it pretty. It's just like really good color combination. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, I'll give Patriot an honorable mention for me. It's not my favorite. This is almost for me as as much as it's the prettiest roller question. This is the what is my favorite ride to take pictures of question. Um, mm -hmm. And so I I wrote down a little list. I'm gonna add a couple more to this list. So some some of my like nominees, I guess you could say, would be Orion at Kings Island, Railblazer at CGA. Copperhead Strike at Carowinds, uh, Wildfire at Silver Dollar City, Hulk at Islands of Adventure. These are they're all rides that are super open and easy to take pictures of, but no matter how many pictures I take of them, they never get old. Um, mm -hmm. This is such a hard question, but. I'm going to stick with what I said last year and give it the Copperhead Strike at Carowinds because it has some of the prettiest trains you will ever see and it has one of the prettiest color schemes you will ever see and it by far is one of the easiest rides you will ever take pictures of because like to get into the ride's queue you have to like walk through the middle of the ride practically. So Yeah. I'm gonna I give think one it ride to, you'll like Go ahead. One ride you like taking pictures of is a uh, New Texas Giant because you have to kind of walk walk through its layout too mm -hmm. through the queue. I think you'd really like taking pictures of that when you go eventually. Yeah, I think that will be another ride I really enjoy. But I, it's, I'm gonna be honest, it's gonna be hard to top Copperhead. It's just so it's so good. Yeah. So okay, this next one I'll let you talk about it because I think yours is the. I think, yeah. Okay. Best new credit of 2020. Uh, this isn't rides that opened in 2020. This is just new coasters we wrote. Uh, we already talked about this ride a little bit. It won another award earlier. And that is Skyrush for me. Um, like we said, absolutely ridiculous. Crazy intense. First drop is ridiculous. Twisted Airtime Hill, amazing. It, it's just... It's too good, honestly. Whenever I think about this ride... I, I just get way too excited. Like it, it is. I don't understand how it's as good as it is. That's pretty accurate. It's a, it's an amazing ride, and, and it would definitely take the spot for me if I hadn't already ridden it. So I had, I had two rides that are neck and neck for winning this. So the runner up for me is Phantom's Revenge at Kennywood at number seven overall, 
And the winner is Time Traveler at Silver Dollar City at number six. Uh, with a ride I've been looking forward to riding, looking forward to riding for a very long time. And it did not disappoint. So Time Traveler wins for me. It's a great ride. That's that's we could we could probably do a whole episode just talking about Time Traveler. And y'all would be bored to death, but we would really enjoy it. So we could also do a whole episode talking about Skyrush. Also true. We could probably do a whole episode talking about every roller coaster in our top tens. I mean, we basically did a whole episode talking about a coaster that we like doesn't even exist yet at Dorney Park. Oof, that episode. We're not gonna. We'll move on from that. That was a. What was it like? Thirty minute tangent. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was nuts. Okay. Oh, ooh, I'm dreading this question. I'm interested to see your answer. Mm, we're talking best dark ride. So best dark ride overall. We're going to keep it the ones we've ridden. Oh. 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 This is tough. So the um, the rides that immediately come to mind are Spider-Man, Forbidden Journey, Smuggler's Run, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout. Those are the probably the four or in Radiator Springs Racers. Those are okay, the five. Okay, real quick. Are you are you like so we are considering oh what's it called? Smuggler's Run to be a dark ride. Yes, I'm calling that a dark ride. I'm okay, then that saying... changes my answer. Oh. I'm going with Radiator Springs Racers. I, I respect that answer. I haven't done it, but it looks very good. It's just, it's such a, a again, nostalgia reasons for me, but the ride experience is phenomenal, so... Uh, right. But all of those rides are great. If you said you could, if you said, "Hey, you can go ride this right now," I would ride any of those in a heartbeat. Okay. So for me, since we are considering Smuggler's Run a dark ride, I'd say that you could consider my answer a dark ride as well. Yeah, and that that's is fair. Flight of Passage at Disney's Animal Kingdom. If we're not counting it, it would be Spider Man. But Flight of Passage. Um, it's amazing, excellent theming. It makes it really does feel like you're transported to another world. I mean, when I first wrote it, it was the original year it opened, and I got goosebumps like the whole time. They've dumbed dumbed it down a little bit now. It's not like some of the effects aren't as crazy. Uh, they don't do it as much, but it still gives me goosebumps from time to time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to riding that. Now, I will say, we're going to give the honorable mention to this, to a ride neither of us have ridden, uh, and that's going to Rise of the Resistance. Um, I have a feeling also once wanna... we... Yeah, I have a feeling once we ride that, it will be the... This, it will win this award. Um, but, yeah. Journey to the Center of the Earth also needs an honorable mention, I think. Yes, yeah, so I think that's another good one. So, hmm. All right, next up, best flat ride. All right, you go first so I can drop my hot take. Um, mine's pretty easy, and that's Falcon's Fury at Busch Gardens, Tampa. Um, easily the best drop tower I've done. It, 
it, like, it's better than the butterfly feeling you get on a normal drop tower facing down like that. It feels like you're flying almost. And you're crazy high up. Like, I, I really love that ride. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fair answer. I'm going to let my dad try and guess. I'm going to see if he knows that. Because I don't, there's no, I'll let you try it too, Chris. Let's see if either of you can get it. You got to think real quick. Um, drop line. Nope. Okay. Hmm. Uh, no, Dad. Hold on. I, I, I have an answer in, like, the tip of my tongue. So I will say this. I wrote it in 2018. I don't know. I don't know. You can answer. I'm going I'm to let, let my dad have one more shot. I want to see okay. if he can figure it out. He's typing. He's typing. He's typing. And you got the perk right, Dad, uh, but not the ride. It is Nightmares at Canada's Wonderland, which is a stand-up Huss Enterprise. Okay. Hot take, I know. That's probably my favorite ride at that park, too. Um, it's, it literally is a stand-up Enterprise, and it's so weird, and I love it. It's so good. I love that ride to death. We closed the park. I think we, we rode that ride more than we did anything else at that park, and we, clo we did last ride of the night on it. That's how much I loved it. Uh, sounds good. Like, I, I need to do that. It's, it's fantastic. It's so good. Um, I love that ride. A lot. Way too much. Okay. The final category. And this is best new ride of 2020. So, first off, we're going to, this is American rides. Um, we're only going to talk about rides that are in America. So the four that opened, or the four big ones that you got, were West Coast Racers, technically, Texas Stingray, Orion, and Candemonium. Those are the four that opened in the U.S. this year that are noteworthy. Of those four, I got to ride two. Chris got to ride one, so that narrows Chris's decision down pretty even, or pretty easy. Um... And mine as well, if you listen to our episode about Hershey. So, Chris, what is yours? Candemonium at Hershey Park. My second favorite B&M Hyper. It's better than Diamondback. I'm going to say that. Uh, uh... It, not as good as Mako. Airtime's not as strong as Mako. But it is very strong. That little outward bank is very good. The speed hill is good. The first hill is good. The drop is good. Just... A very, very solid coaster. Yeah, so as I talked about with the Hershey episode, uh, I was n I was expecting just below or at Mako level of awesomeness. 
and it completely and utterly disappointed me in that uh and it is nowhere near my favorite bnm hyper it is nowhere near being i think in my like third or fourth place bnm hyper just because i was extremely disappointed in the ride experience it gave me which leaves the ride that blew me away because i was expecting it to be not as good as a lot of other bnms and it's orion at king's island um, I think we all slept on this ride so much because of the whole not being as big or as tall or as fast as we wanted it to. And so when we actually rode it, it surprised me in a really good way because I was like, oh, this is better than I expected it to be. So that's why Orion wins for me. Um, and like I said earlier, really pretty coaster. It's got really, it's got, sorry, Hershey, it's got better theming than Candemonium. Um, yeah. Orion wins for me. I would make a strong case for it winning overall best new ride this year. Uh, that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't ridden Orion, and I could definitely see it beating Candy. But it, it by default is Candy for me, and I'm cool with that being my answer because I did really enjoy it. Yep, so, yeah, Orion, Candemonium. So, that's it for Twisted Traveler Awards this year. Um, we're going to try to do this, I think, every single year, uh, around, right around Christmas. It'll be one of the last things we do yeah. before we take our, like, off-season break. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, next year, we will, we'll have this list saved. It's on our Google Drive. We'll be able to come back and look at it. We'll try to do all the same awards that we chose every year. And we're also going to, of course, ask fans to do stuff every year, so. Of course. Yep looking but, forward to next year's already yeah it's gonna it's gonna be good uh next year's will next year's will probably be much more um intensive for best new ride of 2021 because hopefully we will both a have ridden a lot more of them and b i think the competition is going to be a lot stiffer next year oh, yeah. um, i mean there's three that are going to be in tight tight competition off the top of my head so oh it, yeah the well, the two in florida are they could they're gonna duke it out all year long i think that's gonna be one of the most interesting things to see and then you got so, pantheon and then you got pantheon so real quick though before uh you turn us off um announcements uh we have two episodes left after this um next week we've got bryant from coaster 365 who's going to be joining us to talk all about his twitter page and then we're also just going to talk about a bunch of random roller coasters because that's what we do around here and of the course. week after that we have the season one recap which will be the final episode of our first season so yeah we're, we're, we're getting there it's kind of weird that it's almost the end of our first season but we're getting there so yeah and then the one other thing we're gonna we're asking if y'all would please do is take five it's, it shouldn't take more than five to ten minutes to quickly fill out a survey about this season it's pretty much asking what you like what didn't you like what do you want to see us do next year who do you want to see us have on the podcast and then there's a couple of other just random questions about some like housekeeping ideas and random stuff that we've spitballed around and what's your guys opinion on so this yeah. is your chance to influence what season two is going to look like we're also going to leave a um 
place in the survey to where if you want to leave an email address or like a Twitter or Instagram place where we can DM you, if you've got more ideas you want to send us, because I'm we are going to keep the text box space limited. But if you want to like really dive in, you have like a great idea that you want to send us, send it our way. We want new ideas. We want this thing to grow and we want it to be awesome. So we are always open to ideas. Yeah. And our very last thing is our social media plugs real quick. Uh, on Instagram, follow us at twisted underscore travelers. And on Twitter, follow us at twisted traveler. But the R is a one. Uh, the R at the end is a one. And I think that's it. Yeah. That was a, that was one of our first episodes in a while. That was under an hour. So that was, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Good job, us. Twisted Traveler Award for most likely to do a podcast in under an hour goes to Jack and Chris on the 22nd of December, 2020. All right, well, I think that's it. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.